0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. Team Ed. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? Good. Good. Real good. Welcome, everybody, again, to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where we take your questions... Hopefully, give a good answer, and Don hears him for the first time. So this is all fresh. Yep,
1: That's yeah. sort serve our comic thing in this. How can we get Don?
0: <laughs> I think it's shock Don. You know. Yep, yep. I try to bring something new to it to see if you have, see if I can stump you that way. And man, I could use some help, you guys. We're kind of letting him. <laughs> oh, come on, we're kind of letting him get off uh, a little Easy. bit here. So yeah, yeah. Okay. um, so. Harvest ble- before we start. The harvest blessing is two weeks away. After you hear this, so okay. September ten, September ten. Um, join us there if you want to bring a tractor to park there. Um, we're gonna do a little blessing, a little service, food, music. Afterwards. Yeah, hmm have a little mo- meditation. Yep.
1: So you can get a little nap in. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, we don't do that. No. Of course no. not. Um. Kids can get up in the machinery, check it out.
1: It's a nice atmosphere. Yeah,
0: it, it, is, a, it is a lot of fun. Um, invite people who haven't you know, been to church. I think it's definitely one of those mm-hmm. situations where they can come and have yeah. fun. And, Make and, sure your kids are ready for sand, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Is there going to be sand? Isn't there sand? I don't know. I don't know. Did we have sand there before? It seemed like we did. You oh, know it what? was corn. It
1: was corn. Yeah, it was corn.
0: You know what, should yeah. I, I should do that again. Well, yeah, we'll get a little, uh, little a pool uh, with a little sand uh, corn pit. Kids love that. Yeah, they really do. We go yeah. to like some of these, you know. And we took
1: it for granted when I was young because yeah. all you had to do was wait for harvest. You hopped
0: in. And, and you hopped yeah. right in and yeah. it was fine, yeah. Um, safe corn pit. Right. Right. It's like a foot deep, so.
1: Not like we did in grain bins. Right. And, yeah, I right. know,
0: right? It could mm-hmm. have sucked us through the bottom,
1: but we didn't.
0: It, did. it didn't. And I'm here to talk about it. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, so yeah, join us for that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, good har- food, good food too. Yeah, having it catered H- and everything. It'll be
1: H I M Catering. That's right, Kelowna.
0: It'll be really great. Yeah. Um, so it, and we're doing that because harvest season's upon us quickly with yeah. the drought, and it's going to happen soon. I'm definitely feeling the pressure to get stuff ready, machinery ready. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that's true. Um, but it's also wedding season. Oh, really? Pretty much, yeah. Well at least in your house it is. Oh, it's Jeez. in my house. So I've got uh my youngest sister's getting married uh this week. Uh this Sunday. Um technically that's next week, but yeah. this coming okay. Sunday. Yeah. And then in a few weeks after that, my sister in law's getting married. So lots of fun. Lots of dressing out wow. and uh Oh you look good in a suit. That's a, yeah, that's that the works. way to go. Yeah. That's right. I actually had to buy a suit this time, which was Mm. Those, those got pretty expensive all of a sudden. They do. So, and I'm actually officiating my sister's wedding. Ooh. Um, and uh, there is one part in the kind of the layout that I have heard, what's his name? Um, Tony Evans. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, I don't know him personally, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. That'd be okay. kind of cool. if you saw Weberg. I mean, That's if you did, we get to get him in here for his take on this, but I've heard mm. him talk about this, this part of the marriage ceremony, um, which is kind of the special symbolic thing where you have the special music playing and the couple does either like the unity candle or the mixing of sands. I've seen it where it's been paint before. Um, but basically there's no longer these two people individuals. They are now one and I've always thought it was very strange. Um, and then I heard him talk about it. And I said, that's a good point. Why are we blowing out the individual candles afterwards? Why are we mixing all the sand? Why are we getting rid of all the paint, all these different unity things, so that there's no more individual anymore? He said, you should leave those individual things, and you just now have a new entity as well. So now you are no longer two individuals. You are now three, each with their own, and then the marriage can you talk about that? And, like, why? It,
1: and Tony's take is?
0: That's his take. It, uh, it, it, leave, that's, it, leave him going. Leave him going. You now have three pieces and not but, just one. But,
1: you know, and just as the the man will leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and the two will become one flesh, yep. that would be scriptural. Mm-hmm. And that's referred to by Jesus in the Gospels as well as where it starts in Genesis. Yeah, so uh, I'm wondering if it's as much a reflection of our culture as anything. Yeah. Because uh, at one time, that fully emptying ended up one flame. I mean, basically then it was the guy in charge. Yep. Well, now we've gone through the feminist movement, and now sometimes <laughs> they didn't even want to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it sort of went the other direction. Now I could see you'd have a whole lot better light leaving all the candles lit. Yeah. I'm not, the, I, I'm not comfortable with any of them alone. Right. Because, uh, okay, we, I, I have been changed by my spouse mm-hmm. because of the gifts she brought to our marriage and uh, what she's taught me in our marriage, I think maybe I've taught her a couple things. And so we are better together than we would have been separately. Yeah. But to ho- totally take out her candle or my candle doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. That being said, my candle shouldn't be brighter than hers. Yeah. Ours is our candle is brighter together. Yeah. So I'd almost take the candles and Wind them together, okay. to To light that center candle so that they uh, they are one. They glow as brighter as two together, yeah. Than they would individually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd, I'd almost wind that candle around the center yeah. together.
0: Yeah, you're trying to find a good analogy for it, and that's it is a tricky mm-hmm. part of it. I'm trying to figure out. Why we would ever want to get rid of the the value that the individual has? Right. I mean, because we're not necessarily. So this is kind of, this is how I'm thinking about it. Like, so I'm very good fixing things, building things. My wife is an extraordinary teacher, um, and, and the way that she can get a kid to be passionate about something that they're not afraid to do something, and, and give them the willingness to try yeah. blows my mind because i'm awful at it awful at it um but like if both of us were together say trying to get my son to do something it i don't think it's as good as if she is teaching them by herself i think it might it might be because of how i've tried to do it in the past or something but whatever
1: but she might teach you over time yes which will make you better
0: yes that's what i was at what exactly. You're doing. So I've tried to take those little pieces and, and you know figure out a way to, you know, glorify God's kingdom, to build that kingdom with those two pieces in one. But then also, like I can also do that by myself, and I think God is, is wants that too.
1: It. I guess my thing is I don't want to devalue the individual. Yeah. To bring the marriage together. Right. And so uh, I, I just the strength of each individual. Brought together under in a union, and then the conversation needs to continue, yeah, so that the one is no less than the other, and the value of one and of the other are both, yeah, there. Uh, because what God has joined together, let no man put asunder,
0: yeah. Do you have any biblical, uh, or is there anything in God's word that would kind of reference to leaving the individual or having the individual so? Maintaining your personal space, preferences, and identity—it might be like the biggest challenge in the marriage, especially if you know kids come along. But it's and it's possible you might not even realize that that other little that individual of yourself even exists, especially when there's kids involved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But when so much of your life can uh, kind of mixes in with somebody else, uh, it's easy to lose who you are and kind of let your own candle die blow out and i think the i don't know like the greatest gift you can give your unity is to maintain your individual uniqueness so you don't lose that because when two strong sure people come together
1: right so you don't want to devalue each other right you want to evaluate each other yeah. and then stimulate each other in your uniqueness mm-hmm. uh and paul talks about you know the fact that Uh, We are each individuals, uh, and we're to function together. Uh, I think probably if you want a biblical reference for this kind of talk, it would be first Corinthians chapter seven, uh, and you don't give up. Okay. So he frames it in human sexuality and we know we need each other sexually. So, uh, how do you then work with each other? Um, I think there was a book that I often uh, give couples getting married called sheet music because people, we come with different preferences and yeah. things and what more difficult conversation is there than sex? Yeah. And so then that, that sort of opens the conversation with the couple and I just give them the book so I don't have to be part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so of makes it safe for me. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, I need to encourage couples to have that conversation. And the thing that I find helpful is if you can have that conversation about sex, likely you can have it about how are we going to teach your kids or how are we going to uh, walk with this and how are we going to do this? Mm -hmm. And and I know you're strong in this area and I'm strong in this area. And how do we complement each other in those areas of our strengths so that we do shine more brightly as a couple than we do individually? Yeah and that's sort of what i think god designed marriage for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, i agree. Um is there is, is is there a reason why we have done the unity thing, you know, in in the ceremony? Like is that the more important thing for the married couple to know, to remember, to to understand about it because it's very natural to have a you know, a a self fulfilling desires. So you don't really have to remind someone to, you know, you know, make sure you, you know, create a good self for, you know, your own interests. So is that why we do it? Is that important?
1: There is some importance to it because, uh, okay. At to the wedding. Yeah. Uh, we come to that first night together. So how do you emphasize to that young couple who don't have a 43-year knowledge base of each other uh, that, hey, you're in this together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you're doing this not for you. You're doing it for us. Yeah. And, and this service is special because of us. We celebrate us. And so in that way, extinguishing the two candles at that stage in life might might be all right yeah because the concepts that at that age we come to marriage with uh, it's no longer my will be done right it's our will mm-hmm. i mean we have the same concept with god we have a hard time saying god i really want your will to be yeah. done." and so it's the same thing that we have in
0: marriage yeah
1: i want it done my way
0: right you know? that that and one's That one's very common in marriage, you know? I'll never forget. (laughs) I'll never
1: forget when when Charlene, oh, Charlene, are you going to listen to this? When Charlene moved into the house, and I had been there, you know, getting the house ready and and lived there so I didn't have to have rent, so we got the house ready. And so I had arranged the kitchen the way I liked the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And Charlene and her best friend come in. And bring all of her things into the house, and they rearranged the kitchen, so that the silverware drawer was oh, no longer boy. where I had put it. So, is that a bone of contention?
0: Mm-hmm. I okay.
1: couldn't find the silverware for quite oh, a while, boy. and I kept going naturally to the drawer. Well, how's, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean it was so drastic. I was glad that we had landline. Yeah, the phone would have been on a different wall. But so anyway. Uh, those are the kind of things that when we come to the marriage ceremony, we have to remember that that's also a teaching moment yeah. and uh, treated as, as such. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and I think the Bible kind of lays out how to uh, foster that unity, right? Um, I know there's, I definitely have a problem at times with like gentleness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's kind of common to men. I get I get a little defensive when uh, I'm... Uh, criticized for something instead of letting it sit and that doesn't bring glory to god you know that doesn't that doesn't make me look good as an individual to not to to not accept that criticism and i think that's kind of part of the individual part of it is like you want it your certain way and that's the bad part of the individual side right
1: that that is uh the more of a challenge yeah but we also enter that with different personalities. Yeah. So I'd say, just between you and me, mm. that your personality would be tuned to be, you don't want to be uh, lost. You don't want to be, it's harder to be criticized yeah. with that personality. And so uh, it's how you're made. Then you have to ask the question, so if I'm made that way, how do I work with it? Mm-hmm. Because not every personality has a hard time taking criticism, right? Uh, but, but because of the way you and I are close enough to personality types, that because of the way we feel loss, yeah, then it's hard to take criticism because that is received as a loss instead right. of a gain. And if we can turn it around in our heads, that it's really not a loss. Mm-hmm. That if good constructive criticism as actually a gain, mm-hmm. then we can usually handle it better. Sure. Right. So then in the marriage, uh, knowing that this person who really is into you mm-hmm. wants you to gain. Right. Then it makes it easier yep. to hear those things and and take it mm-hmm. uh, for what it's worth. Right. Rather than for what... It, no, yeah, it really wasn't meant to be pokey. Right. But... We took it as poke.
0: Oh, yeah. It's usually taken as poke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of reflection to figure it out. And it feels like a loss because we're not on the same page right now. Hmm. You know? And, and that's always been something like, if, I don't know, <laughs> it's silly. This is a silly thought of mine, but I feel it's, if we're not, if my wife and I don't agree on something, I feel like everything is hopeless. This isn't going to work. This is, I mean, not, mm. not that the marriage isn't going to work, but the situation's not going to work. We're not going right? to go- find resolve. But it's I can reflect on that and be like, well, we're not going to agree on everything, right? Right. Um,
1: but then you can figure out, okay, so what are the elements of this that we do agree on, right. of this argument that we do agree on? Mm-hmm. And so build on those and say, okay, so the things we disagree on, how can we think outside the box for mm-hmm. resolve? Mm-hmm. And the thinking outside the box part if you can keep the anxiety low, yeah. it's actually sort of fun yeah. after a while.
0: Right. It's Here's a good, uh, uh, I like your kitchen analogy because <laughs> for some reason, and there's lots of memes about it, you know, that men can't find anything in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, there's a reason
1: for that, ladies. Mm-hmm.
0: And this wasn't a solution that Carly and I thought up on our own. It was something that was uh, uh, something I realized recently. It's like, well, hey, you know what? If I put those dishes away, I sure know where they are. Yeah, there. You know? that's right. And if I put those groceries away, hey, I know where those things are. Because I can open up a fridge and say, where's the ketchup? Mm-hmm. Carly, Carly, where's the ketchup? And she's like, I can see it from my chair all the way across the house. And I'm like, w- oh, yeah, yeah, there, there it is. How How'd you get it there so quickly without me knowing? Mm-hmm, no? Yeah, because I didn't see it at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a good solution for that. But initially, if she would have said, well, you know what? If you can't find things in there. When you start doing all of the dishes and, and, and uh, putting away all the groceries, I might, might be quick to say. Well,
1: actually, we can learn very quickly in that. We just do it twice and we remember. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes once.
0: Yep. And sometimes it takes a lot of times, too. I think the popular thing is that you have to teach a kid or something 33, 37 times before they actually get it down.
1: Yeah, I can see that in some situations. But I know if I have to unload the dishwasher too many times, I'm going to learn real fast. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Um, One last question before we go, uh, because we kind of touched a little bit. I was like, when is the right time to have the talk with kids?
1: Mm. I don't know that there is a single time. I think it needs to be several little times. Okay. And uh, that starting rather early Mm -hmm. and dealing with their ability to absorb it right and so you can talk about the puppies uh, you know how the puppies are doing and and uh how where they came from that right. kind of thing and, and then you know over course of time they realize that oh yeah
0: mm-hmm. is it like potty training where you have to kind of start once they show an interest in learning about it okay
1: yeah i would it, it don't make it a mystery and don't make it such a i mean basically when our anxiety goes up as parents about the subject there's, they're going to sense that yeah, and they'll know,
0: oh this must be
1: really bad
0: stuff we're talking about
1: yeah. I can just tell dad's red in the face Yeah, and, and so if we bring anxiety to the table when we're talking about it then they're going to sense that and say well this is really awesome stuff we're talking about this mm-hmm. is either very terrible or very great one of the two and, and they'll reflect that Yeah. so if we can come hey this is part of life this is how this works and uh know about it then that takes that stuff away
0: yeah good will you pray us out
1: can do that all right heavenly father we thank you for the privilege you give us of living our lives with one another and we pray for every couple living out their lives with each other may they each feel better together and stronger and brighter as a couple and in all our relationships lord May we show your love brighter than anything else. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us for this week's episode, for this conversation. Uh, again, you know, join us for the harvest blessing. Uh 1045.
1: 1045, Sunday morning. That's right. The Did,
0: 10th. Do they need to bring a lawn chair or anything? Bring a
1: lawn chair. That bring might be good chair. for setting. Yeah.
0: Yep. Something real good and comfy so that you can quote unquote meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, Chill, yeah. So, um, and then we'll have lunch. That's right. H oh, I yeah. catering. Yes. Mm-hmm. So bring your bring your hungry tummies. It should end just about time for us to eat. Yes. Um. And yeah, lots of. Lots I, of I find that when I smell food, the service gets shorter. Oh yeah. Or definitely, I'm I'm listening a lot less. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a struggle sometimes. And the,
1: you know, if you have a harvest vehicle that you use or something that symbolizes your harvest, yeah, bring it along. Bring it along. We'll pray over it
0: that's right all right everyone well thanks for joining us this week we will see you next week lord willing bye thanks again for joining us for this week's episode we are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes and if you're having fun too please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission thank you and god bless